The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Tear? Sarah Jane? And welcome to the Doctor Who pod, proudly brought to you by SJP World Media. And this is our second draft episode. After all the craziness and carnage of the first, we thought we're not going to give up on it. We're going to carry on. We're going to power through and let all of our previous guests pick their doctors and their stories for this coming season. Our fifth season, believe it or not. We just won't go away. Uh, I am Sai, and joining me as always is my partner in time, Mr. Dan Griffin. How are you, my friend? Not too bad at all, mate. A little bit under the weather. Got a bit of a cold, so excuse me if I've got a bit of a husky or snotty-sounding voice, but I couldn't not be here. We've got to get this second draft episode up and running. It is kind of my baby, so I'm, uh, I'm excited for more maximum chaos. <laughs> uh, especially given that we've got our, especially given that we've got our season three guests on uh, today. Uh, last episode we had uh, Gary Crossan, Matt Lewis, UTT Rob, and Marty. Uh, they gave us picks: Sylvester McCoy, Patrick Troughton, John Pertwee, and Chris Freckleston. They were the first, uh, the first victims of fate, so to speak, of the uh, the dice roll. Um, I've got a little bit of a problem to start off with, though. I planned this out meticulously. I thought we ro- we roll the first lot with a, a twelve sided dice for twelve doctors, and yes. then I can move down to an eight sided dice, and then a four sided dice, and do it that bit. Uh, I, it turns out I don't have an eight sided dice. I forgot to check that bit. Okay. <laughs> so how have so you got a rainbow? I've got a ten sided. So I've got a ten sided dice. Okay. We've got eight doctors left, so nine and ten just aren't going to count. Um, okay. So it's going to be. <laughs> so it's going to be one uh, roll one for Hartnell, roll two for Tom Baker, roll three for Peter Davison, and so on and so forth. Don't worry, mate. I'll keep track of it. Don't don't just don't bother your pretty little head over it. My, I, I honestly, my head's melting just trying to think think this through. But anyway, we have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just is the is the dice blue? That's the most important thing. Yes, sad is blue. Fantastic. Who is joining us to kick off this first, well, second draft episode then? So we have Sarah, also known as Ted Ferguson on Twitter, who picked us the Peter Capaldi two-parter Zargon Invasion and Zargon Inversion. We also have Connor, my, one of my uh, strike partners on the volley, who picked us the Christopher, Eccles, uh, Christopher Eccleston uh, episode, End of the World. We've got AB, who caused us absolute carnage with the Colin Baker episode, uh, Serial Mark of the Rani. And we don't have Beth O'D who picked Firefall for us, the Jodie Whittaker two-parter. We've got a stand-in. Beth's since uh, gone off to uni, uh, so she's far too busy to, to 
dick about with two idiots like us. Uh, so she's done what anybody would do and got a dad to step in. So we've got UTT Rob back to do another pick for us. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. So we weren't going to go in order of, uh, of appearance, but we're going in the order that people were available to record with us. So first up is Sarah Turd Ferguson. How are you? Welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having me back. I'm good, thank you. Um, my brain is also melting with the whole dice and numbers and doctors thing, so please tell me which doctor it is. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm going to roll a dice and you're going to have to guess what you've rolled. <laughs> <laughs> You've also got to factor in as well, I suppose, that if it, if you if a, a doctor comes up and you pick a certain story or wanted to pick a certain story, we might have already covered that as well. There's so many yes. different um, criteria to making this work. And I'm so glad that Dan's on the ball because I haven't got a fucking clue. I've, I've got no idea at all. Ditto. I'm very, very glad Sarah that Dan's was, uh, organising this. <laughs> Sarah was furnished with the full list of what we've covered. Ah, okay, great so, stuff. It'll yes, be privileged. It'll be all right on the night. So before we dive into the the role and so on, Sarah, something I asked um, uh, our previous guests in our last draft episode, with regards to the story of yours that we covered on the show, um, did you listen back to the episode uh, and, and did you hear whereabouts we ranked it on our final, uh, on our season finale? And do you think we were fair or do you need us to give you that information to pass that judgment? I can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, I need that information, I think. Damn it, to be honest, I can't remember either. Damn. I, I, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> so now I've got to go through files and open things up and we're on a tight schedule. It was schedule very, here. very high. I know it was. I think we both put it very, mm-hmm. very high in our list. Yeah, so I've just found my rankings. I ranked it uh, number two just behind a Girl in the Fireplace. Nice. Uh, okay. I didn't, keep, I, didn't keep a note, I didn't keep a note of what I ranked it. He's supposed to do that himself. <laughs> we'll just say number one, shall we, and leave it at that. <laughs> it was there or thereabouts. It got it high. Was. It got high overall ranking anyway. It did. It did. It was a very, very good pick. I really enjoyed discussing that with you. But shall we uh, have a little look now to see what Dan and I will be discussing? You know, after your selection, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's go. First roll. Yeah. I hope I don't drop the dice again this time. So that is. It's too fucking dark in here. That is number three, so that would be... Let me just figure it out, because I've already forgotten. That's Peter Davison. So what have you picked for Peter Davison for us, Sarah? Let's have a look. Castrovalva. And these were at random, because it's classic who. That's absolutely fine. I don't know know anything about it either. I think think Gary was going to pick Castrovalva. Yeah, I've seen very, very few episodes of classic, so I just went with... I had a good look online, to be fair, and read up on some of them, but I just went pretty random. Ah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. This is the, if I remember correctly, this is it's a master story. I know that much. Um, mm. Anthony Ainley's the master. We've got bloody Adric in it, which is a shame. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, I think it's the first. Is, is either the first or the second? I'm not even certain. It's the first story of Peter Davidson's run. So he's probably going to be acting a bit wobbly in the first episode or two because of his uh, his regeneration. I have seen it. I used to have the VHS tape, or at least my friend had the VHS tape, but I don't remember masses about it. So that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. And obviously I've never seen it. No, of course not. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into that. So thanks for that, Sarah. Um, we'll let you know we get Yeah, let me know, let me know. Um, do I need to pick anything else? Or is that it? Just No, that's it. All, all I'd ask. I mean, we've had, um, we have had some previous picks. So what were your picks going to be for Sylvester McCoy, Trout and uh, Pertwee and Christopher Eccleston? Do you mind me asking? Uh, let's have a look. Eccleston, I was going to do Father's Day. Oh, okay. You're, I think I, you're the third person to say that. <laughs> yeah, I really like that episode. I know that there's probably others, obviously, um, better quality-wise. But yeah, d- that episode just sticks with me. I really like Father's Day. Mm, it's an interesting one. Um, let's have a what look about at Sylvester McCoy? McCoy, I had uh, Silver Nemesis. Ah. Uh. That's the one that scared me. Well, it's, good, it's good you didn't get that then. <laughs> it's good you didn't get that then because we co- we covered it in season four. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's the one that gave me nightmares as a child, isn't it? <laughs> and, I, and I rewatched it with my daughter and she laughed at me and went, this isn't scary, Daddy. I was like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good laugh. And, and what, what about Bert uh, William Troughton? Bert William Troughton. So, uh, uh, Seeds of Death was Troughton. Ah. <sighs> I think I think that's what we're doing. Okay, that's on. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what uh, Matt Lewis picked for us. Yeah. Ah, so Great we are nice. covering that one. Yeah, brilliant. Ah, well, that's good. Uh, and then Pertwee, I had. Is it the demons? The demons? The demons? Yes. Yeah, the, and yeah. you know what? Funnily enough, Gar- that was going to be Gary's pick. Oh, really? For uh, for Pertwee, yeah. You, you, so. <laughs> You're on, a, you're on a similar wavelength to, uh, to Mr. Crompton, so you should be suitably well, terrified. Yeah, mine's pure guesswork, so I, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> also, on, on the, I suppose the first time I've spoken, <laughs> to you, I've spoken to you, Dan, but it may interest you as well, Sarah, if, you, if you've not seen any Classic Who and so on. It's come out this week, hasn't it, that the BBC are putting all of Classic Who on the iPlayer now, for nothing. So anyone who, who wanted to dip yes. their toe in and... Uh, you know, not you know they don't want to pay for ITVX or BritBox or any of those you know services there. Um, at the fir- the first of November to coincide with the month of the 60th anniversary, all 800 plus episodes of Classic Who are being put on the iPlayer along with New Who and and the old confidential oh. documentaries and all that sort of stuff are all being added as well. So yeah, loads of stuff there to check out. Oh, brilliant! That might be a dinner time thing for me while yeah. I'm at work is to just watch an episode a day or yeah, that might be a good idea. If you watch an episode a day, I can strongly recommend you avoid war games early on because it'll take you two months. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about how long it felt watching it for the, when we covered it on the podcast. Oh, shut wow. up. That was one of my but, choices. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> but uh, thanks a lot, Sarah. Uh, next up, we're going to go over to uh, to Connor. So we're throwing over to my strike partner on the volley, Connor from Connor Knows Footy. Connor, how are you doing, mate? I'm doing good, guys. How about you? I, my arm didn't go off this morning. So. Yes, he's very tired. tired. <laughs> well, he's only been awake 30 seconds. Fair point. <laughs> well, lad, we've dragged him out of his bed for this. <laughs> we'll get this done quickly, mate, so you can either go about your day or get some more kip. Um, we've... The, so we, as we've gone through there, uh, we've now got rid of Peter Davison, uh, Matt Smith, and Jodie Whittaker. Uh, so still on the table are William Hartnell, Tom Baker, 
Colin Baker, David Tennant, and Peter Capaldi. Uh, so, Connor, you, of course, gave us uh, the end of the world to talk about, which uh, which is a really good story. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I'm a bit pressed for time now, so I'll just go ahead with the roll, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, sound. Great stuff. Here we go. And I've rolled a seven, which means it's Peter Capaldi for you, Connor. Which story would you like me inside to cover for Capaldi? I'm not familiar with Peter uh, Capaldi. Um, crap. I'm going to... Uh, is there a Dalek story for that one? There is, yeah. I think it's called Into the Dalek. Did where, you they shrunk, where they get shrunk down. No, we haven't covered that one yet. Um, so that would do perfectly. I think, that was, I think that was going to be one of our previous guests' pick for the Peter Capaldi. But yeah, we've the Mummy on the Orient Express, the Zygon two-parter, um, Oxygen, and we were going to do the pilot with Chris, uh, Burnley Chris, but that's, uh, that's on the shelf for a future series after uh, things went a little bit awry. Yeah, great uh, stuff. Yeah, that'll do, mate. And I take, I take it was picked just for the pure fact that there's a Dalek in it. Yep. <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> I'll do yeah. that round. That round. <laughs> <laughs> right, next up we have uh, the Doctor Who pod and UTT's resident filth monger. Uh, AB's back with us, who picked Mark of the Rani in uh, in season two. I heard you snickering. That's not the that's not the worst nickname I've given you this week. <laughs> How are you doing, AB? Not bad, not bad, and I'm sure that every single one of those nicknames is 100 percent accurate. <laughs> and, de- and definitely hasn't been used on your blue sky profile. Ah, <laughs> uh, that could change. <laughs> uh, so you gave us uh, Mark of the Rani. And I very much enjoyed it because it was set in the north and the Rani <laughs> did things to my brain uh, and other body parts. <laughs> it was a quite a divisive episode for me inside. And poor Sai, and poor Sai who had to edit it. The, I, I, I have to apologize every time I am on one of these. I, I am so sorry, Sai. Well, the thing is, we've edited in that particular episode. It was it was kind of like a double-edged sword, really, because on on one side, it took me ages to record because of the nature of the recording. On the other side, it took me extra long to record because I was also laughing my fucking head off every time I sort of got into it. So I, I, some of the times, I wouldn't be cutting stuff out or editing stuff or tidying anything up because I'd be listening to it, laughing too much, forgetting what I'm supposed to be doing, and then going, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be editing. I'd have to rewind it and start again. So... <laughs> I am good for that, I hear. Well, our, our other guest uh, <laughs> that's going to come up next, standing in for standing in for his daughter, uh, Rob had a similar experience, didn't you, mate? Uh, well, yes, yeah, so certainly when you uh, came on for the glow recording, AV with us, which uh, we, we're definitely going to have to get back to the more glow. <laughs> that, was, oh, that, was glow. The, uh, that was the recording where I fell down the stairs, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you not sit still when you're recording? Then are you walking? No, around? I was having to. I was having to switch rooms, oh. um, and uh, I had my laptop in one hand, a beer in the other. Slipped on my stairs because I was wearing trackies that are about six inches too long in the leg, and uh, yeah, ended up with my knee twisted underneath me and all sorts of fun times. Beer spilt? Nope. Beer, beer, beer unspilt. Laptop undropped. Priorities. Um, Broken bones, but <laughs> <laughs> absolute unit. 
Yeah. Who, who were these um, draggy bottoms designed for, Dan? I mean, you're pretty tall. What were the Scotty Pippins uh, tracksuit bottoms and stuff like that? <laughs> they, were an, they, were an emergency, they were an emergency purchase after I split my shorts in uh, Disneyland. Amazing. <laughs> they were the only ones available. Anyway, back to the point. Back to the point. Um, yeah, I ranked Mark of the Rani very highly. Uh, Sai did not. Uh Colin Baker is still on the table for you. So I'm assuming that's the ideal pick. That's the ideal pick. And uh, if that does come up, uh, sorry, not sorry, because I picked possibly the worst Colin Baker cereal for Colin Baker. Oh, no. But you know what? It's all fine. I don't care what the opinions anymore are of Colin Baker as a doctor because the Doctor Who Magic the Gathering set released. And lo and behold, the strongest doctor is number six. He is broken beyond belief, and I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify, you you said I put Mark of the Rowney, like, you know, low. I put it 10th, I think, which isn't low, though, is it? It's not like, you know, in the bottom three. Lower mid-table. Yeah, so, you know, and we always say that the mid-table ones, you kind of interchange a bit, can you? It's not a bad story. There were just things I'd rather have revisited. Sorry, right, mate. You keep backtracking. That's that's fine. Don't don't stand by your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you prick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right here we go. Roll for a bit. That's not helpful. That's one that doesn't have one of phone. Try again. You're not going to believe this. It's a six. It's a six. Yes. No but but the problem is that doesn't correspond to. Colin Baker for the ones we've got left. So, AB, you're actually getting Matt Smith. Oh, bollocks! <laughs> Sorry for the bait and switch there. Oh, that's unfortunate because I don't know that Matt Smith episode. <laughs> that's when it's just at random. Maybe we should uh, do my role and then we see if we can swap. Well, one that must say my don't roll, won't do Beth's role. All right. I'm, I'm used to swapping, so. Yeah, nice. Um, right, okay, so Rob's, Rob's standing in for, for Beth, who came on and we did the uh, Jodie Whittaker two-parter spy fall. But as we mentioned earlier, Beth's off doing university things, far too busy at lectures and, and studying very, very hard, I'm sure, to, uh, to be yeah. involved with this bullshit. And so, um, just to note, she, she's been on your podcast, but she's never been on, well, our podcast, Dan. <laughs> 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 We're just going to have to be doing that for another three three years or more to uh, to see if we come on when she's finished reunion. Uh, we'll, we'll cover that York NXT show and then we'll be gone. <laughs> oh dear God, that'll take as long to no. I'm never reliving that. <laughs> so I think me and Side both ranked Spyfall quite highly. Uh, yeah, that's in the end of middle of the road, wasn't it? Something like that. I, I, I think it's. I think Spyfall's a really good episode. I mean, I, I am a little bit Jodie Whittaker biased, being uh, that she's uh, the only Doctor that's a Huddersfield Town fan, so that, that's instantly uh, <laughs> several marks out of ten. Um, actually, one of my mates went to school with her, and um, he um, uh, she lent him a mixtape that um, uh, she made on a, a school trip, and his Walkman chewed it up, and uh, they fell out over that. So. Oh, dear. There, there you go. There you go. I'm, but, um, <laughs> I, I'm intrigued now to know what Jodie Whittaker puts on a mixtape in the 90s. 
Oh, I'll ask James for you. Mm. Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping for lots of Acer Bates. Yeah. <laughs> lore. That's what we're getting right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but I, 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 re- I mean, the only thing about um, Spyfall is it's a Ryan episode and. Yeah, Ryan's. I feel about Ryan. How uh, you feel about Rory on this show? Uh, Rory, Adric, and Ryan all all together. I'd be if I only had two bullets. I'd really struggle to know which ones to shoot. Yeah. Oh, but Adric, Adric. No, no bollocks to Adric. I was so happy with the side man fucked him over. <laughs> And it is not even as if they needed Adric in the show because Team Tardis was already really full during that era, wasn't yeah, it? You know, with Mister Antigone and Chameleon and Canine popping around. Oh, Chameleon! That's another one you can chuck in as well. What the fuck was that all about? Yeah, if they'd have literally just done, you know, Peter Davison and Tegan, I think they'd have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Nissa was Nissa, Nissa and Tegan are both awesome and canonically married in Australia in our current time. Ah, there we go. So, I, I, I did like Nissa, but if I had to pick one of them, I'd be picking Tegan. Um, yeah. Because, oh, well, yeah. You know, yeah. Nissa always felt a bit... It's, and this was like, you, you got this with some of the early companions as well, where they, they were just kind of a bit wide-eyed and whaley some of the time because the script wanted a damsel in distress, sort of, the, you know, the Joe Grant problem. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, geez. Yeah, and also, Nissa's a bottom and Tegan's a top. That's my headcanon. So... <laughs> the top is always more interesting. Is that right? <laughs> I find... Oh, you're gonna have to cut out so much of this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing no editing. This is all staying in. I, I, I thought he was gonna go through the entire list of uh, companions. So maybe let's show. <laughs> oh, I already did that. Thank you. It's it's up on my YouTube channel. <laughs> After the next season drops, we can we can do an updated uh, special episode. AB ranks companions by fuckability. <laughs> oh, Joe Grant's going real fucking low then. Leela's got to rank high though, surely. Oh, Leela ranks high. Yeah, no, Leela's oh, yeah. awesome. What were we doing again? <laughs> I feel we've got sidetracked once again. <laughs> Weird well, how listening. that happens. Well, I was just listening to you guys nerd out and kind of enjoying it. So, oh, that's right. I'm rolling for uh, I'm rolling for Rob's uh, for Rob's pick, which you might then switch. So let's go. The okay, it's uh, Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> no, well, I uh, bet Beth would have really enjoyed getting Jodie Whittaker's uh, pick, and uh, I don't think I don't know if that will help you, AB, getting Jodie Whittaker. That's, that's certainly not Colin Baker. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I actually don't know either of the episodes that I put for either of those doctors, so I'm going to be super useful here. No, that's fine. I'll I'll remember the Smith one definitely. Um, so, are we sticking with the original rules? Can I re-roll? No, just I meant. Did, did you want to swap with Rob for Whitaker? <laughs> it, it, no, no, no. It sounds like Rob likes Whitaker, and I've not yet seen her, so I don't have an opinion. Um, okay, so, I'll, I'll, I have seen some Matt Smith. I just don't think I've seen this one, or maybe I have. Shit, I should look it up. But <laughs> well, go on, then tell us which one is it. It's the Hungry Earth. 
Okay. Now, is that uh, just the Hungry Earth or is it the full two-parter? <laughs> we tend to do like a one, don't we? It's, it's that a two-parter? Okay, hold on. The Hungry Earth. We tend, when we get a two-parter, to do the stories together, don't we, really? Yeah, we, there's enough Matt Smith to play with as well, you know, enough episodes. Yes. Oh! Oh, no, I kind of sort of know this one. This is the Silurians. Yeah, Hungry Earth and yeah. Cold Blood. And the introduction of, uh... Oh, what's her name? Madame Vostra. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'll keep this one. Okay, so we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do the two-parts, then. Well, and we'll keep it, yeah. If I'm going to do an episode, we got to have some queer representation, so this works. Yeah, sweet. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I enjoyed those two, so I don't know what I'm getting into with that. This is actually, apart from the Eccleston episode, which uh, Marty picked, the very first one of New Who He Picked Rose, this is the, uh, the only other one I'm familiar with, so, yeah, damn for that. Do you remember much about it, Si, after you rewatch? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't remember anything about anything, mate. <laughs> I remember I the Silurians and yeah. Is Rory in this one? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Actually, mentioning Rory and that. Me and Char Charlie's been off um, school poorly, so yesterday we sat down and watched a bit of Doctor Who in the afternoon, and we decided we we're going to rewatch Tennant and Donna Noble's episodes with the sixtieth coming up and so on. So we started watching a couple of those, and we got to the, is it the Fires of Pompeii, the, the proper yeah. title for it? And Charlie now, having watched it all the way through, knows obviously that Capaldi goes on to be the Doctor. And obviously um, the actress, is it Karen Gillan who played Amy Pond? Yeah. Yeah, she's in that, she's in that as well, isn't she? She is, yeah. She's uh, one, of the, uh, one of the priestesses. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was really funny seeing Charlie's reaction to seeing these characters who are quite prominent later on in it as sort of extras or bit parts or sort of, you know, standby characters, I guess not standby characters, but you know what I mean? Secondary characters in previous episodes. It was, it's quite funny. It took me by surprise as well. Cause I remember um, Capaldi being in it and I knew that Karen Gillan was in Doctor Who at some point before becoming Amy Pond, but mm. I didn't realize it was that specific episode. And when I saw her, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. It's when you take her back to doomsday as well. And you realize that, um, that, Prima Adjunan's in it who played who were in the very next season playing Martha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our cousin, isn't it? <laughs> There's a few uh, Colin Baker plays a guard in a Peter Davison episode. I was, yeah. I was just gonna say that he shoots the doctor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bump him out of the way for the job he really wants. <laughs> yeah, that's how he got the job. You know, murder your predecessor. Oh, brilliant. Rob, who's you? Uh, what's your Whittock pick? Oh well, just before we go there, Dan, are you drinking? I'm not, mate. No, because I'm uh, in about fifteen minutes. I've uh, I've got to go out and do some driving. So, yeah, well, well, fair enough. You, you could have done what I've done, had a, a low alcohol beer. I've got Moon Rabbit from Tartarus Beers, which is a low alcohol um, vanilla <laughs> and Tom cocoa stout. And if you want to drink Tartarus Beers, you can log on to tartarusbeers.co.uk, put in the promo code UTT Podcast fifteen, and get fifteen percent off. Smooth as silk. I don't understand the word that you attach to the front of alcohol. Well, yeah, you know, sometimes you've got responsibilities, and sometimes it's you know, 
early Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I got a lovely beaker of Vimto. So. <laughs> Very good. I've got a bottle of Pepsi Max over in the other room that's gone slightly flat. I legitimately forgot. I have squash. I have uh, raspberry squash that I imported because I had never tried it before. I got that in the fridge. I should really have that. I got that. I got Horlicks. And I tried a whole bunch of British sodas. And um, what the fuck is wrong with you with that bitter shandy? I was just stuck away you were going when you said Horlicks. Oh yeah, I got Horlicks, and uh, I did like Dandelion and Burdock, which apparently was slightly controversial. Oh, I love Dandelion and Burdock. It's delicious. Yeah, with fish and chips especially, it's just the perfect uh, match. That's going to end up being a a Dr. Heapal t-shirt, that is. A a can of bitter shandy of just what the fuck is wrong with you underneath it. I will buy it. I mean, I'm a mark for myself. I'm actually wearing a hat of my own virtual wrestler and the stable she runs. I've got a sweatshirt and t-shirt for because of the uh, the merch shops of our stream. So uh, I will absolutely buy that shirt because I'm like the Bret Hart without the talent. Just a mark for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what were we doing? We were getting Rob's Selection, where we is that correct? Oh, well, well just, I've, I've given up at this point. Just before that, do you, want, do, you, do you want to hear what I would have had for Matt Smith if, if we had swapped? Yeah, go on. Yeah, so, so I would have gone for Let's Kill Hitler um, because, you know, we, we get to find the River Star, River Song backstory um, and uh, we get to kill Hitler. So, and yeah. And of course, it's, but, it's Nazis in Doctor Who. Well, exactly, yeah. You could have got a t shirt out of that one, couldn't you? <laughs> oh fair enough mate fair enough yeah so for um my jodie whittaker pick uh you'll be very happy about this side because you'll be able to uh, put some of your local cheese rolling knowledge into play because i've gone for fugitive of the jadoon which is set in gloucester wow okay oh that's excellent the um the cathedral is filmed outside the front of the cathedral, isn't it? Because the the, yeah. the lady um, who is obviously goes on to be a version of the Doctor and so on, she's doing a tour out, out of it and so on. Yeah, um, yeah, Joe Martin. Yeah, that's it. That's the name. Yeah, um, it, it's probably a ten minute walk from my house. Uh, the flats they live in, uh, just another sort of five minutes from there. The, the cafe they all sit in. You know, me and Charlie have gone and eaten there. It, it's like it's it's literally just all around where I live. It's fantastic to see it on the telly. You know. So, Fantastic. if you're listening who's stalking Cy, uh, you, you're now sort of narrowing it down. Cy's <laughs> <And laughs> also been to the lighthouse with a shovel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you knew the part of the 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 Mine was going to be, so I'm a sucker for regeneration stories, so I chose uh, The Woman That Fell to Earth. Oh, fair ah, enough. Okay. I remember that having a really good villain. Yeah. Is it the Teefy guy? Yeah, that they kept calling Tim Shaw. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, also, 
I was going to say those, those big cranes outside Meadow Hall that you drive past on the M1. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Seen what that. were you going to throw us under the bus with, AB, if you got Colin Baker then? Am I going to guess it's fucking Twin Dilemma? Oh, it was 100% Twin Dilemma. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the first person to say that either. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. It, it is a worry of mine that Dan and I have obviously chosen a lot of stories for previous seasons of this podcast. And then we've had guests come on and select stories and you know guests come on and pick stories they're very fond of. I'm quite concerned that when we get into like our, you know, eighth, ninth season of the podcast, all we're going to be left with is shit. And we're just going to be completely miserable the whole time because that's all we've got to talk about that's left, you know? <laughs> well, when it comes to Six Doctor, you have to make the choice because you can either do either, uh, you can do any of the bits of his last season or technically his last season is one story. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, my pick for Colin Baker had been the Mysterious Planet, which is the first part of the Trial of the Time Lord. So you, know, you could have well, had some Valiard. Ah, uh, the Valiard. I am calling my shot. God damn it! Tenant is the Valiard. Put it on record. I do not believe he is the the full Doctor anymore, and I honestly hope he comes back sporadically as a villain. People have said before, though, because there was, you know, the Time Lord Victorious thing um, in, uh, you know, the was it Waters of Mars episode where Tennant sort of abandons his principles. And, you know, people have speculated, was that the Valiad? So, you know, that that's actually a really good shout that it could be. And, you know, <laughs> I must admit the, the same conspiracy theory had crossed my mind. <laughs> It's 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 my one shot in the dark, and if it hits, y'all heard it from me. I I called that shot. <laughs> interesting. I'm 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 really curious now to see if that does work out. If a pair of you have got the same theory, that's that's quite interesting. That that rounds it out. We've got we've got four doctors left going into the uh, into the final draft episode. Hartnell's still on the table. Tom Baker's being left until uh, until very late. Uh, yeah. Colin Baker and uh, David Tennant. So a couple of big hitters there. Well, it's mad, isn't it, really? When you think, you know, obviously Hartnell was the first Doctor and very popular in a particular generation. But on all these lists of who was the greatest Doctor of all time that you see online and all that, you tend to find it's Tom Baker and David Tennant that always rank really highly. And the fact that we've got both of those left still as we go into the latter stages of, the, of, of this sort of complete carnage of rolling the dice and letting everyone pick for us. I find that really interesting. It's brilliant. Um, just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's, who's hopped on this episode with us. Uh, Connor, Sarah, AB, Rob standing in for Beth. Uh, it's been been great to have you back, guys. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you on the next one and see where we go with the, with the other guests. We'll have uh, Chris Lewis, Benny Mack, Tom the Publican, and hopefully uh, Burnley Chris. Hopefully so, hopefully so. So then, Dan, four more choices in place, ready for our fifth season of the podcast. Let's have a little run through, a recap of what we've got. Yep, Connor ruled Peter Capaldi into the Dalek. 
Sailor rolled Peter Davison and gave us Cast Revalva. Uh, AB rolled Matt Smith and has given us the two-parter of Hungry Earth and Cold Blood. And Rob, on Beth's behalf, rolled for Jodie Whittaker and gave us Fugitive of the Jadoon. Um, I'm particularly interested to see what you think of Hungry Earth and Cold Blood because it's one that I've changed my mind on over time. I wasn't much of a fan of it when it first aired, but on subsequent watches and as I've got older and hopefully a little bit wiser, I actually like it much, much more. Um, there's a lot to get into with Fugitive of the D- Jadoon. I know mm-hmm. that much and what it means for sort of Doctor Who as a as a whole. Uh, Capaldi into the Dalek, I remember bits and pieces. That could be a hidden gem. And Castro Balver, I know nothing about. Mm, okay, well, Castro Balver is obviously the first Capal, uh, sorry, first Davison story. So my only concern is we get the whole Doctor acting a bit wobbly and weird because he's just regenerated. I'm never really a yeah. big fan of that, but we'll have to see how it plays out with that one. But the middle, it seems, of our fifth season, it's going to be quite new Who heavy by the looks of it. Yeah, it is. It's um, some got yeah, Capaldi, Smith, Whitaker. It's a uh, it's a bit of a classic Who new Who sandwich. Mm, there we go. <laughs> the next year, because then obviously by virtue of that, the next one is mostly. Uh, Spoiler alert! Looking behind the scenes, <laughs> what we've got, what we've got coming up is uh, is three classic and and one new. So, mm. yeah, very yeah. interesting structure. We might have to uh, season six. We might have to uh, think about ordering them a little bit better. <laughs> and obviously, Fugitive of the Jadoon was filmed about fifteen minutes from my house as well. So that could be quite interesting. Looking at some of the sites and so on there that that's on that. So. <laughs> if, if you want to hear a site, say the phrase. I know where that is. I've been there. I know where that is. I've been there. <laughs> I got drunk there. <laughs> yeah. More likely, yeah. Well, the cathedral where it's filmed, a lot of it is for the outside of the cathedral. Is actually, been um, it's actually, it's been, yeah, I have been, yeah. It's, um, it's actually been done out quite a bit in recent years, and it looks better there than it did when I was hanging around there when I was at college. But yeah, that's basically where all the naughty kids used to go to smoke weed. When I was at college, so not me, obviously. <laughs> obviously, no, never, never. <laughs> uh, but there we go. Looking forward to diving into it all. And that is our second draft episode. So eight stories in place. Four more to come on our third draft episode, which will be with you again very, very soon. Keep an eye on our social medias. And when you're thinking, talking of social medias, Dan, where can people find you, my friend? Uh, I'm over on that Twitter machine at Dan Griffin Twenty One. Um, I would give off my usual feel, but I can't be bothered. Uh, so if you want to hear more of me talking about stuff, head over to Unbooking the Territory at UTT Podcast, where we're looking at the first and last of professional wrestling. And we have a side project called Unstacking the Dadatory, where we're looking at every surviving match that Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks have uh, from 1977 all the way through to the most watched wrestling match of all time with 18 million people watching them as they faced off at the 1981 FA Cup Final. There we go. And head over to SJP World Media, where I'm on the volley with my strike partners, Matt Lewis and Connor from Connor Knows Footy, providing alternative commentary for Premier League games. And we're going to be diving into more podcast content as uh, as the season progresses. 
Brilliant stuff. Mentioning SJP World Media there. That is, of course, where you can find anything I am involved in. And that's at SJP World Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all your podcast players, platforms, providers, YouTube, that whole shebang. So make sure you're giving it a follow, a subscribe, a like, all that good stuff. And this show itself, of course, you can find on Facebook and Twitter at the Doctor Who Pod. That's at the D-R-W-H-O-P-O-D, at the Doctor Who Pod. Dan. Looking forward to getting into finding out what four stories will greet us for our conclusion of our fifth season. And I will speak to you again very, very soon. Catch you in a bit, mate. It's going to be fun. It's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. I don't want to go. That was a nice nap. Now, down to business.